James Logan with me, the gentleman himself, Elio Canella. Elio, yes, sir. You've been hanging around with you've been hanging around with some bad crowd oh, lately, oh, have you not? I have. How how do you mean? Uh, well, a little birdie told me that you were hanging out with Rick Serrano, who I believe is the twenty seventh <laughs> wheel, and uh, some awful little rag doll. Yeah, apparently uh, we we we're the three best friends. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. That's our gimmick, buddy. We're the best friends. Those two, they can pretty much go well. Yeah, you know what can go. <laughs> well, you know what, Elio? Uh, I had a chance to listen to you filling yep. in there. And uh, you know what? Uh, Rick Serrano did graciously point out that me and uh, uh, Tony Diaz are uh, I, apparently senior <laughs> citizens senior. of sort. We're supposed to be taking care Very of you. old and aged. <laughs> but I would like to point out that despite the fact that I have been terribly sick this week, uh, I am not a third wheel of any kind. I've always been the number one <laughs> wheel on my show. It didn't take a fruit cup to get me to move up oh, one position, no. if you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow, Elio, you got to keep better company when I'm not All around. All right. I will, I will remember <laughs> that. <laughs> You'll be judged by the puppets you <laughs> hang with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, folks, you know what? We're back for another edition of Wrestling POV Global. We are going around the world. We're going to take a look at... Uh, all the regular shows we look at, we have some special stuff from New Japan. But you know what? Let's start off as we like to do with the rumblings. And the rumblings are all the news that we can find across the indie world. You know what? Before we start these rumblings, uh, there's one thing I want to throw out there. Mm-hmm. This week, uh, you know, there was something very interesting happening on Monday Night Raw. And that was Roman Reigns coming out and talking about he is in remission. Yes his leukemia and uh i i for one think that's great i want to congratulate mr reigns that's that that's wonderful news yes very wonderful what what i find very disturbing however is a very large amount of people on the internet claiming that this was faked that this was uh, a big work and kind of really downplaying the importance of really what this man went through and i'm it's it's terrible like even the groups that the wrestling pov uh post our like podcasts or like our polls in I, I i go in there mm-hmm. i read the comments and they're just too too awful to repeat on air yeah you know what folks we are not going to uh, talk about any of those things but uh i for one i for one just want to say cancer has always been a topic that's very been close mm-hmm. to me um you know i've discussed in the past that i had cancer when i was a young boy and i survived and uh i don't appreciate uh the way that uh, roman reigns has been uh, kind of torn apart by the internet yes. jackals out there. And you know what? There's lots of great people. There's lots of great fans, especially here on POV uh, Global and POV Regular. And uh, I just want to say, uh, don't stoop to that. You know, it's really easy to just, you know, jump in and make laughs at someone else's expense. But this is not something to really laugh I mean, at. I had to deal with uh, something like that, with uh, that as well in the past, about eight years ago. So, you know, this is yeah. something that's, uh, it's a personal thing. And it it's not no, cool. not cool. You know? So you know what? Let's move on to the rumblings this week. I got some news. Since we were just talking about the WWE, let's talk about some news right out of WWE NXT UK. And uh, the bit of news that, two pieces of news actually, one of them, uh, they are picking up a star from uh, NXT, well, I guess from 205 Live. Noam Dar is going to be a regular now. He's moving back to England and will be a regular on uh, UK NXT. So that's going to be great. I really, what do you think of Noam Dar? I, I really, yeah, like I've, uh, I haven't, uh, I've seen him on, I don't watch 205, but I have seen him on uh, Raw and he's not, he's pretty good. I enjoy watching him. Well, you know what? Uh, 
He is also, and we've talked about this, he is a massive Oasis fan. A massive um, Oasis fan, the Scottish Supernova. And uh, he'll be the first one to tell you. So, um, yeah. you know what? We're gonna. You found a piece of trivia that I didn't know about the name Noam Dar. We're not going to talk about it today, folks, but the first time that Noam Dar appears on NXT UK television, we'd like you people to guess what the name Noam Dar means, where it's from, and Elio, who tracked it down, will tell us on that episode what it means. Yes, Sound I will. Cool? All yes, right. Now, uh, the other news is interesting is, uh, you remember like, uh, for the last couple of years, NXT has been doing the download festival in Scotland. Um, it's uh, a three, it's yes. a three day event and they've been, you know, every past couple of years they've, uh, taped, uh, matches and done stuff there. Well, this year NXT UK is going to do it exclusively. Not is that, just, is that just a name that the download festival? Yeah. It's just, a, it's a music, uh, gathering thing. Like, and, oh, okay. uh, right. it's a three day festival in Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, June 14th, 15th, and 16th. Lots of great music and now some great wrestling. And this time, more of a flavor on the UK because usually it had been regular NXT that had gone over. This right. year, the this year the uh, uh, NXT UK is going to make its debut. So that'll be really interesting. Oh, okay. Now coming up, of course, so we're going to go over to uh, MLW. Do you know anything about the uh, Battle Riot? Have you ever watched those things that they hold every year, the Battle Riot? I'm uh, not sure. I can't say I have. Okay, well, it is a 40-man sort of Royal Rumble type thing where weapons oh. are allowed oh, and no. <laughs> no disqualification. You can win by throwing someone over the top rope or pinning them. And uh, it determines a number one contender. Now, for... well, even if they're, even if they're still guys in the ring, even if you yeah. throw someone over the top rope, like the first person that gets thrown over wins. No, 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 no. It goes down just like a Royal Rumble. Everyone gets oh, eliminated to the okay, end. Okay, but right. you can make pins and you can make people submit in the middle oh, of wow. this. Uh, it is a it is a big port match for MLW because it does, in fact, determine who's going to be their next challenger. It's, okay. it, it's interesting to note that last year's winner, can you guess who he was? Filthy yeah. Tom Lawler. That's how Tom Lawler got the title shot this year. He is the current champion. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know what? This is an important match. This isn't just a throwaway gimmick thing. This is, right, uh, right. well, it is kind of gimmicky, but yes. it, <laughs> it, uh, it, is, it holds importance for MLW. So it's going to be very interesting to see that. Okay. Uh, moving, moving over to New Japan, um, this one I wanted to ask you about, okay? And I, okay. I, know, I know you're maybe not the biggest fan of this guy sometimes, Um it's been announced that the next anniversary, that's, that'll be the big show on March 3rd, will be the next big New Japan uh, card. The anniversary event, the main event, Jay White, will be defending his belt against Will Ospreay. Oh, wow. Now that is, that's big news. That Will is Os big news. Will Ospreay. Isn't he the uh, never open uh, champion? He is something? the never open champion. And you yeah. know what? Uh, he has been putting on weight, and mm -hmm. he's finally being classified as a heavyweight. Oh, so okay. So you know he's spent a lot of time in the in the junior heavyweight division, right. uh, much much success there. But now uh, I think Jay White, who's probably he's not that much over heavyweight uh, himself. Now I got to ask you, man, Jay White, are you sold on this dude, or do you think that uh, he's just been pushed a little too fast, a little too? Yeah, too I don't soon? know. They, they they seem to be like pushing him just a little too fast. It's like I think it's too soon for him like to put the belt on him. He, he needs more time. Okay, fair enough. What do you think about him and Osprey? Do you think uh, you think Osprey is going to make him look like a star, or do you think he's going to? No, it should be an interesting match. Well, you know what? Uh, it happens. I, I think it'll be a good match. So yeah, Jay White. Not sure, man. We're gonna. I guess this we're really going to see because Will Osprey, very talented wrestler. Um, he can mm -hmm. really make you look like a million bucks, but if you can't run with him, you're obviously going to look like crap. Yep. So let's, this will be a big test for Jay White. Um, I know, you know what, uh, we're going to discuss this week's poll, but I think Jay White's going to be in our next week's poll. And we'll talk about that after we talk about, you know, last week's poll. Okay. But moving on to news, uh, Ring of Honor, uh, the bit of news I have out of there, uh, the Woman of Honor title will be defended at the 17th anniversary show. Mayu Iwatani is going mm -hmm. to redefend her belt back against Kelly Klein. Oh. So that'd be interesting. To be honest, uh, let's face it. Uh, American back in this thing. Um, I'm thinking this is a Kelly Klein win. I'm thinking Atani took it to Japan, put a few matches in, gave it some you know news, made it a little more prestigious. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Kelly Klein winning that belt. Yeah, match. it's going to be. It's going to come back. Yeah. Um, looking at Impact, <laughs> oh. you're going to love this, buddy. I got oh, two no. pieces of news. 
Oh, two no. Re- one a new signing and one a re-signing. Okay. New signing, Josh Alexander. You you must have seen this guy, Canadian guy. Uh, I, I've seen him quite a bit. He was trained by Johnny Devine. Uh, great wrestler. He's going to be coming in. Uh, he wrestles a lot in Ontario. Oh, okay. Um, Border City and a lot of those places. Border, uh, Border City. Yeah, he's a great. He's a really good, solid wrestler. Uh, I think he'll be really exciting. He has that gimmick where he wears the old. Uh, you remember, like Rick Steiner used to wear that uh, wrestling helmet kind of deal thing, the little oh, wrestling. Yeah, gear. yeah the, he wears that yeah, sort the, of thing the, in there. Uh, the little headgear. Yeah, yeah. 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 And your favorite. I, I, you're sitting down, right, Elio? I don't. I, I don't want you to fall over. I'm not but Sammy Callahan has resigned with Impact. Oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, what's that? Is that a toilet bowl flushing somewhere? In the- oh, anyways, uh, yes, Sammy Callahan. And you know what? <laughs> Last week I was kind of sick. I was a little bit out of it with a head cold. I forgot to do the book. Sammy Callahan makes me think of the book of shame. We're gonna look at it this week, dude, because I have a yes, new. Yes, we're gonna look at it. Yep. I have a new uh, nomination for this. Okay. Oh, okay. Now you know. Moving on to news here. Uh, evolve. Now, the only reason I'm bringing up Evolve, we don't usually cover Evolve too much, but I had reported last week that Ricochet was going to be doing some dates for Evolve. Now that he's been called to the main roster, that has changed. The WWE has pulled Ricochet off the events, but they've replaced him with Velveteen Dream. So Velveteen Dream will be filling in for him. Wow, Velveteen Dream on an Evolve card. Yeah, that'll be interesting. And because I know you love AEW so much, I'm going to end my news piece with AEW. It has been confirmed. Okay. The Young Bucks will indeed be facing the Lucha Brothers. It's signed and, and done. That's for sure going to be one of the main events. Oh, boy. Oh, joy. Oh, bless. <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to turn it over to some to some rumors, and then we'll do our poll. But, Elio, tell me the rumors. You've had your ear to the ground. Okay, yes. Yeah, so let's take a look at uh, rumors. The first piece of rumor does, uh, does in fact, have to do with... Uh, AEW and of course the Goldust has changed his uh, Twitter handle. He's now using Dustin Rhodes and on a recent episode of Being the Elite, Cody Rhodes was shown the match cards and next to uh, next to uh, his match the his opponent's name was blurred out and speculations are that the opponent for Cody at Double or Nothing will be will in fact be Goldust. Wow. That's pretty cool. Uh, and in, if any, uh, the next, sorry, I was just gonna say, if that happens, I think that's a great match. I mean, Dustin Rhodes has been used so poorly like the last couple of years. That would and be I a think, very good match. Yeah, I think he's still got a bit in him, and hey, the chance to fight his little brother on the big stage. Like he he needs to get uh, get out of this whole gold dust thing. Like it's like it was good like twenty years ago. Now just. It was it was like news different back then. Fair enough, fair enough. And of course, WWE is reportedly uh, upset with the Undertaker. Now we don't usually do WWE news. However, he will be appearing at Starcast, which takes place the day before the AEW Double or Nothing uh, pay per view event. Well, you know what? That that's a great thing to report because you know that does involve the indie world. Yes. Yes, and the final piece of news comes from RevPro. Oh, really? I'm interested. Let's hear this. Now, on the last event, it was High Stakes 2019. It was Will Ospreay and Pac in the main event. Of course, that was, of course, a great match. And uh, the CC, the team of CCK, uh, Chris Brooks and John Gresham interfered, and uh, Pac and Ospreay uh, took them out, so the match ended in a draw. Now... On WrestleMania weekend, Rebtro will be in New York City, and the rumor was that it was supposed to be a rematch between Will Ospreay and Pac. However, due to the interference from CTK, it will now be Chris Brooks and John Gresham taking on the team of Will Ospreay and Pac at wow. Pro Live in New York. Wow. That's kind yeah. of a letdown, don't you think? I think I'd rather have seen Pac Yeah, and, I, Pac I was and, really uh, looking forward to that rematch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm digging that too much. Yeah, Sorry. I don't know. When I, when I saw that piece of news, I was like, hmm. This looks interesting, but I really wanted to see the rematch. True enough, true enough. You know what? Um, let's get into the poll of the week. Okay. All right. Or, sorry, did you have some more news? Oh, no. I was that, that was all for the rumors. All right. Well, you know what? Let's get into our poll this week. And, folks, I got to preface this by saying this was kind of a 
this was kind of a softball that we threw out there because the truth of the matter is if Dean if Dean Ambrose does not resign and he still has not resigned, if he does not resign, mm-hmm. there's no way in hell he's not going to be on AEW's next show. No, and this, if you know if you noticed that last night he he didn't join uh, Rollins and Reigns on the stage. Exactly. There's there's slowly kind of oh, what's the word? They're burying him a little is him to go over to AEW with like, oh, that awesome wrestler who just left. So if you give him his last couple weeks uh, or his last month or two and just book him like crap, maybe people like think, oh, wow, big deal. And that's what WWE is kind of hoping for. So I can get, I think it was a six-figure deal or something like that. It was quite a bit Mm -hmm. to re-sign. He was was offered a lot and he turned it down. You know, it was a multi-year deal apparently. So that's the thing is that he wasn't looking for security and he wasn't looking for money. Wow. Um, so I really do not see him staying with the WWE no. at no. all. Now I can't believe the numbers here, though. Yeah, let's take a look at these numbers. We had 201 plus votes. Wow. Over 201. Like, sorry, over 200 votes. Okay. Uh, 44% of the people said yes. Fifty six percent said no. I'm oh, sorry. To, I'm sorry to sound like I'm laughing, but guys, <laughs> there is no way that he's not going to sign with AEW. No, okay, of course he is. But let let let's look at some of these comments. First of all, I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna read the first two, and you read a couple of them. Okay. Uh, right. First of all, I'll do. Dusty Riley said, "I'd rather see him in ROH." Heck yeah. Who wouldn't? That would be good. Yeah. Jacob Hughes said, "I thought he already reached another WWE deal. He has not." It said he was pissed at where his character went, hence the semi-face turn on Raw last week. No, the semi-face turn was to make him look bad. It makes him look flaky. It makes yeah, him look like weak and ineffectual. Like, makes him look dumb. Like like uh, when he walked into uh, Rollins' interviews, like he was asking him, where were you uh, when I was getting uh, beat up out there? Where were you? Yeah, like it, yeah, it looks so they weak they and make, dumb. They make him, yeah, they make him look dumb, yeah. All right. Okay, I'm, so. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so Jim Schultz says, honestly, he should probably take a break, heal up, and enjoy not being in the public eye for a while and live his life. Okay. Uh, let's keep in mind, though, that uh, he is, what, 38 or 39 years old. <laughs> he doesn't have much of a shelf life left on him. Taking a Ian, break and healing up, he's probably Ian, in the tail end of his career. Ian Chapman says, I think he will just go back to CZW. Definitely a step down. CZW cannot yeah. offer no. anywhere the amount of money <laughs> no, that CZ, uh, AEW. Yeah, CZ, CZW is like a step backwards. You don't want to go backwards. You want to move forwards. Or if you're not going forward, at least you go sideways. This yeah. is definitely two steps back. No, <laughs> CZW, at his age, I'm sure the last thing he wants is barbed wire matches and death matches and all that crap. So No, nah. because uh, Jim Schultz also says... Yeah, and almost died. He, no, Jake Ryan Petty says he took half a year off. Jim Schultz replies, yeah, and almost died. Yeah. Um, guys, uh, I, 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 you know what? If we're totally wrong here, we're going to eat humble pie and, and, and say it, but I don't think we are. I really do think he's bound for AEW. The, the, uh, the, look at it this way. His contract finishes up. Because of the nature of his contract and the way it's finishing up, he does not have a 90-day no-compete clause that's usually in these contracts. Mm -hmm. He finishes up. He can wrestle tomorrow for for New Japan, for anybody. He doesn't have to take that 90 days off. Now, WWE is notorious for this. They sign guys with a 90-day clause. So what happens is, say Elio was a wrestler and uh, (laughs) he wanted to uh, go to another company. They're kind of hoping if he doesn't sign with them, well, the 90 days that he has to sit out, hopefully people kind of forget him a bit. Well, no, this company sucks. I want to compete. How dare they put a 90-day no-compete clause in my contract? Right, because they don't want you to build up your name super big with them and then use that to go fleece the the indies, you know? Yeah. Now, here is uh, Ambrose doesn't have a 90-day uh, no-compete clause at the end of this. Mm-hmm. So when he finishes... By the time he finishes WWE's run, he will have enough time to go to AEW and compete legally and be able to fight with them. So now, see, see if uh, if uh, he wasn't leaving, they wouldn't be booking him the way they're booking him. They wouldn't have uh, made him lose the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. And so for the f- they wouldn't, for, I gotta get- they wouldn't be uh, making him look stupid the way they are. Well, I, I'm not sure if I'm doing this right, um, mm-hmm. but as Rick Serrano would say to the 56 percent who voted. Um, 
nope, you make a good point, but it's stupid. (laughs) 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 Nah, sorry, guys. I just, (laughs) it just, uh, we only, we're joking around. We're not being that jerky. It's just, um, I would be really, really, really shocked uh, if he didn't go to heat AEW. So um, it was sort of a softball question. I expected everyone to say, oh, yeah, of course he is. So it surprised me that 56% either don't realize the contract negotiation process with him or Mm -hmm. they have a lot more faith in WWE, which is, I don't know about that. But let's face it, they are not making him look like a good, credible face. They're making him look like an idiot floundering around out there. And it's not cool. I mean, when you have Nia Jax pushing him around and come on. All right. That ought to tell you something. No, you know what, Elliot? Let's go into um, let's go into a poll. I've been thinking about a poll this week for next week. Oh, okay. And this is a poll because me and you, sometimes we talk about wrestling. And we've kind of, you know, and I too have been kind of leery about Jay White as being, mm-hmm. as being he, he came out of nowhere. I mean, he came back last year from excursion, competed for one year in New Japan and what the biggest belt in their company. Right. Really? I, I hadn't heard of Jay White until uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, well, he was in last yeah. year. Remember him and Chris Jericho, the switchblade no, like, thing? Well, because I, I hadn't really like followed in JPW much, but... Mm-hmm. Well... I, I do remember, like, I do remember hearing the name, but I just had never really seen him until last year. He has not have much experience. He only has a couple years of experience under yeah. his belt. Um, so my question is this, folks. Is Jay White a credible... New Japan Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. Mm. Take to the polls. Tell us. Give us some comments. Tell us what you think about Jay White. Maybe maybe me and Elio are not seeing the subtleties. Maybe you see a lot more in him. Or maybe you're thinking that New Japan is just a little light in the, you know, with a lot of guys leaving with Omega and and uh, the Young Bucks gone. Maybe they're looking at uh, trying to start a whole new thing. Who knows, you know? Right. Uh, Tanahashi had a pretty short reign. That was like uh, he, he lost in his first title defense. So we'll see where that goes. Okay, well, you know what? That is it for the world of news today. Let's get into the wrestling today. All right? All right. I want to start off. We're going to talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. There was some, okay. There was a few interesting things to look at. Um, yep. First of all, uh, <laughs> the Azuka retirement uh, thing. Oh, my. Okay, before we... that guy had to be the most boring wrestler. <laughs> before <laughs> before we destroy this old man's legacy, <laughs> let's talk a bit about one of the, there was a good match on there. Um, I really much enjoy Tanahashi and Will Osprey taking on Lance Archer and Davy Boy Smith Jr. I did too. That was an excellent match. Very good. That was very good. Yeah, and it's amazing how big uh, those two guys are. Archer and Smith are humongous. I mean, yeah, in Japan, they, they even look bigger. I mean, it's. I, I was surprised, though. I got to say, um, I kind of feel this team gets dumped on a lot. Like, they're such a big, dominating team, yet they don't ever seem to win a lot. They seem to be misused a lot. I, I kind of thought they should have won. And and Davy Boy, when, when uh, he was down on the mat, yeah. and he jumped back to his feet for how tall he is. That, that was pretty cool. Like, the way he just like, jumped to Like a kip-up like, like that, yeah, from a guy who's six yeah. foot seven or eight. That That's some <laughs> wow. pretty cool stuff. Very good match. But you know what? Let's talk about the ugly elephant in the room. Oh. The match that everyone came to see, the last match of Azuka. Now, folks, for those of you who are listening and are not sure, and you know what? You might even watch some New Japan and have no clue who this guy is. Because they don't use him a lot. He's very undercard now. He's quite a mm-hmm. bit older. Um, right now, he is painful to watch, in, in my sense. He's this old, broken-up dude with this really goofy-looking gimmick. It looks like it's a... Well, first he comes out, and he's got his mouth tied up. So, you yeah, know... Yeah, see there, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, and then they unleash <laughs> him halfway through the thing and he literally bites people's shoes, hands, butts, whatever he gets his hands on. And then he pulls out this ridiculous looking metal thing, which looks like, I don't even describe it. Imagine if you made a glove without the hand you know, part. <laughs> I, I've, I've never seen Azuka. I've only seen pictures of him. Yeah. But that one thing that always stood out to me was that ridiculous glove. I was trying to figure out how that even works. Yeah, it's doesn't. It's just like slides over your fingers. It doesn't even. There's not even a hand part. Um, so he. I could take it up a bit, cut the thumb off, and make my own glove. Exactly, and you know what? <laughs> it sort of looks like 
Oh man, it's such a terrible gimmick. He pulls this thing out and he attacks people with it. It's his iron glove or whatever they call it. Um, okay, for me, it reminds me of back in the 80s when I was a young boy and I'd watch AWA and there would be this guy called Baron Von Raschke. Who by yes, Baron Von Raschke. Now I'm sure when he was... He was also in the WWF for sure. Okay, time. but I'm sure that when he was younger, he was an effective wrestler. But when I seen him, yeah. he was just this old dude in a bat, like a, walking around in a house coat, uh, putting the iron claw on people, like walking around ridiculously yeah. holding yeah, yeah, his he hand. Yeah, he used to walk around. He used to hold his wrist. He used to have his hand like a claw. Yeah, and it was the it was the most ridiculous. Even at 14 <laughs> years old, I thought, man, this is crap. Um, Azuka is pretty much the Baron Von Raschka, and and because of that. Yes, he is lower card talent. Yes, he's kind of crappy. But he's an old man who's given quite a few years to the company. So they gave him one great match with a story. Now, it's been a long time since he's been involved in any kind of story. But they actually gave him a story. And uh, this story involved, uh, I don't know if you could, it might have been hard to follow along in Japan. But the story was in the beginning of how he had teamed with Tenzon. And they were called best friends back then, or good friends, or something like that. Uh oh, they took Chucky e. T and no, Tempera's name. No, 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 dude, this was like twenty years ago. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So they were this team, and so the, they're the original best friends, apparently. But they didn't hold hands or any of that junk, um, <laughs> or maybe it was good friends or something. But anyways, they they were wrestling and they were together a lot. And then he turns on Tenzon, and I mean, he bloodies him badly. Oh, wow. And uh, it was pretty vicious. Uh, if you go back and look on the footage of it, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so Azuka ends up becoming this crazy maniac. And the story is over the years, he's gone insane. <laughs> and Jeez. and the story here is, if you notice that in this main event, they, they matched him up here with um, with uh, Tai Chi and Minoru Suzuki because he belongs mm-hmm. to the Suzuki Goon uh, faction. They team up against, oh, okay. against Yano, Okada, and Tenzon. Now that ought to tell you right there. This is a weird match because Tenzon, <laughs> Tenzon is not. Uh, he doesn't even deserve to be in the top mid card anymore. I mean, he's old, broken down. He can barely move. He does Mongolian chops, and that's about it. I've never seen Tenzon, but he he didn't look that good in this match. Well, he's he's getting up there. Like Tenzon, uh, he's yeah. been in a lot of injuries. I mean, ten years ago, Tenzon was the man. You know, I was I was actually looking up uh, Zuka. He's I believe. Um, He's like 59, no, 52, sorry, he's 52 years old. Wow, he looks like he's 72, eh? Man, <laughs> right. I guess that Iron Claw stuff is really hard on the body. Um, <laughs> anyhow, this was a terrible, terrible match. And it ended, of course, with, uh, I love how the Japanese do this. Uh, there was Tenzon, keep trying to reach him, trying to reach him, you know? He's going to bring him back, his last match, bring him back yeah, to sanity. Yeah. And what happens? the the t-shirt out. And yeah, what happens? They lay him out and bloody the hell out of Tenzon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it with... Uh, uh, now, okay, you said like this guy goes around biting people. Yeah. i never seen Suzuki biting people, though. Him and... Uh, he, I believe he was uh, biting... Um, think Ten- Tenzon or someone's uh, hand, him and Takashi or something. No, I think it was uh, two of the other ones. Tai Chi. And- Takashi and, uh, and Takashi or someone mm-hmm. were biting his hands. Um, They were probably just playing along. They don't usually do that sort of thing. And then, but, no, but he went around biting everyone's head. Yeah. <laughs> Izuka. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's ridiculous. Um, So we got one good match out of that card. And I started yeah. to think, ugh, what's it going to be like? But... There was another show on there. It was like uh, the seventh, the seventieth, uh, giant Baba retirement thing. Like after, because he's been yeah, dead you now. Tell me about that. No, yeah. I I tried to watch this man. It was brutal hard. Okay. Oh. Um, not only was there no English whatsoever, which was hard enough. I mean, I can mm-hmm. I can watch New Japan because I've watched it enough. I can watch it in Japanese, and I get it. Yeah. Uh, this okay. card, I guess. It featured every Japanese company had a representation there. So there was guys from all these weird little companies, big companies. I didn't recognize like 90% of the people. Wow. There was a crazy gimmick battle royal. There was a guy who was dressed like Abdullah the Butcher who bled like crazy. (laughs) Oh, Um, wow. 
And I just didn't get it. It was just crap. I didn't like it. And it bothered me forever because I couldn't figure out who the main event guy was. I kept looking at him like, who's who's teamed up with Tanahashi? It turns out that was, Yo- um, uh, oh my god, Yoshi, no, the guy who used to be in the WWE and got his neck broken by AJ Styles. What was that guy's name? Yoshitatsu. Remember Yoshitatsu? Yoshitatsu. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, Yoshitatsu is kind of a shell of what he used to be, so it was weird seeing him in the main event. Uh, wow. And uh, it was something. Uh, I wouldn't recommend watching. I told you not to bother unless you really <laughs> wanted. We had enough stuff to look at. Uh, unless I was really bored. Yeah. But then I'd be even more bored. So I started getting a little bit depressed thinking like, whoa, is that all I got for New Japan? But no, there was one more Carl. Well, there was two, but they only televised one of them. And that was the Honor Rising part two and uh yeah, okay. there was a lot of cool matches it involves roh guys versus uh, uh new japan guys uh t- yep. two of the matches that really stood out for me and and i told you to take a look at two let's talk about first of all the gorillas of destiny defeating evil and sonata to win the tag team belts yep these are the belts that they lost at wrestle kingdom to uh, evil and sonata what did you think this was a very good match i really enjoyed this match i always enjoy i always enjoy like Watching the Girls of Destiny and the Evil and Sonata, um, I like that again. Uh, Sonata with the Paradise Lock. <laughs> that is such a goof. That, that, move. that move just that move just like I don't know. It's just something about that move. It's just ridiculous. That stands out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, what the Paradise Lock is? It's this kind of weird thing where you fold a guy's arms and legs and then flip him over, and apparently he's supposed to be locked into position. <laughs> And the only way out of oh. it, the only way out of it is you got to kick him really hard in the ass. Every time I see that, I, I, want, to, I want to put my brother in the paradise lock. I don't think it really works. <laughs> 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 um, I got to say that, uh, you know, it was nice seeing Evil and Sonata, but there's parts of me that just want to see them move on. Like, don't be tags anymore. I want to see Evil on his own. I want to see Sonata rising up and wrestling on his own. Um Gorillas and Destiny. Yeah, we've, we've already seen them in singles. Well, I've seen some other singles matches. Yeah. It's Suzuki. Yeah. But I want them to go back into the singles. Um, Gorillas of Destiny, I love Tama Tonga. He is, mm-hmm. he is so cool to watch. Um, now, wait, who is he? He's the guy with the long hair? Yeah, the, the smaller one of the two. Okay. The one who's always swearing and acting. Do you recognize his brother? Do you recognize Tonga Loa? Yeah, I recognize uh, Tonga Loa from WWE. Now, I cannot remember any match with Kamachi at all. That's who he. he uh, I only remember him as uh, as uh, the second to uh, Hunico. Yeah, or whatever that guy was that went on to uh, portray uh, Sin Cara. Well, all I remember is them riding on a bicycle. Remember, one of them would ride yeah, on yeah, the back. Yeah, the, yeah some, that would be that was him. He would be riding on a bike. But uh, I gotta say, uh, Tongaloa, massive dude. He got really big. Uh, good match. Uh, yeah, it was mm-hmm. fun. Enjoyed it. Uh, moving on though. Uh, or moving along, uh, Mark and Jay Briscoe putting up the ROH titles against oh, what a great name, huh? Finn Juice. Finn Juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was nice. It really showcased the Briscoes. You know, uh, you know, I was saying, I was saying last week, uh, the Briscoes. Uh, some sometimes they're uh, they have their on days. Sometimes they have their off days. Yeah, last, last week, week was off. Wasn't, <laughs> one it was one of their best days, but this match was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, yeah. I did not think for a minute Finn Juice really had a chance of winning this belt. I, no. I, I, you know, it was I don't in- know if anyone can beat the Briscoes. And then it was neat to see the Briscoes uh, challenge Gorillas of Destiny yeah. to a uh, belt versus belt match at the upcoming uh, ROH uh, New Japan thing that's going to be held in Madison Square Garden. And that takes place on April the 6th. That is going to be pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Um, boy, who do you put your money on for that one? Oh, hard to say. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Briscoes, huh? like I said, I don't know if anyone can beat the Briscoes, but if anyone can give them a good match, it would be the Girls of Destiny. Yeah, you know, I don't even know who I'm going to pick on that one. I'm just going to let that slide. Uh, yep. You know what, though? That is our New Japan Pro Wrestling Roundup. Why don't we take a look at WWE NXT, my friend? WWE NXT. All right, here we go. So, the opening match... Now this week, I believe uh, they were in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, we open up with the team of Mark Andrews and the mod father, Flash Morgan Webster, taking on the Coffee Brothers. Mm-mm-mm. Give us some coffee, huh? 
<laughs> no, there was there, there was not really much to say. Andrews hit a tornado DDT Webster hit a headbutt, but it was a uh, Mark Coffee with the right hand and a big discus clothesline from Joe Coffee to put Andrews and Webster away for the win. Now I'm not sure what I think about the Coffee brothers. They're supposed to be yeah. the big bad guys, and they seem like they look like bulky smaller guys. They don't really seem like they're that tall. Is it yeah, just me? I... I don't see the Coffee Brothers. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give Flash Morgan Webster. I actually dug his uniform this time. The black kind of British flag thing was kind of cool. I'm going to give it that. Uh, the whole Modfather stuff, well, we're not British, so we probably will never understand that nonsense. <laughs> right. And Mandrews, well, mm-hmm. he's Mandrews. Next. <laughs> he's Mandrews. And I, next, we, now, we had a vignette now. I said when we did our top five bottom five, we picked the two women. I said, I want to see more from Nina yeah. Samuels. And then when we did, we said the jury was still out. I think they're re, I think this repackaging, bringing her back as the Nina Samuels show. I want to see where, where exactly they go with this because I think they, I think, uh, this might be something. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm still going to wait on this to see like exactly where they go with this. I'm not sure at all. I'm going to step back and we'll see. Yeah. Too. Then we have a promo from Jordan Devlin, and that's followed by a by a, a vignette by Kaylee Ray. Oh yeah, she was uh, in the May Young Classic. Can I, Kaylee Ray? I don't want to sound rude or anything, but uh, I've seen Kaylee Ray like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. She seems like she's aged ten years in the last year. She looked like a middle aged woman in there. I don't know, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but no, she you no, know, she did like she. There was something just like. Odd about her look. Yeah, wasn't it? Eh? I noticed that too. I noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but she just looked very, very much older than last time I saw her. In the next match, we had uh, Trent Seven versus Shane Thorne. Now, I only heard of Shane Thorne teaming with Nick Miller on the regular NXT, so this is my first time seeing him. Now you know that they released his partner, right? That dude's gone. The Nick Miller. They yeah. released his partner. Yep. Um, I don't know what's going on with Shane Thorne. Good match. Um, Good match, yeah. This is, I think, what uh, Trent Seven needed because wasn't it just last week I was saying that it seems like uh, Mustache Mountain is more carried by his partner than him and that he seems kind of like the weak link? He did actually yep. a pretty good showing here. He did because um, Thorne had him in a chicken wing. He broke the chicken wing, hit a series of elbows, and delivered a big clothesline for the three counts. So if you put the chicken wing on somebody in Florida, is it a turkey <laughs> wing? Yeah, okay, anyways, no. <laughs> <laughs> in Canada, it's the Canada Goose Wing. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> then we had a promo from the grizzled young veterans. Sai uh, Gibson and James Drake. You mean, no, I, you mean Mr. Clean and Shawn Michaels' ugly brother? <laughs> you know, I have to say, Sai yeah. Gibson's promos, I can't understand like, his accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure nobody can, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, doesn't that uh, I, uh, I did understand what he said like he he could have been relaxing back home in Blackpool but instead he was flown to Phoenix against his will wow how does that happen how did he get past customs <laughs> I don't know Homeland let him in course, even though he had a gun to his back seriously then, then, of course the number one contenders to the NXT UK tag team championships only Lorcan and Danny Birch made their way out I like those guys yeah, they are. When I when I seen them, seen them in picture, they look is different than seeing them live. I want to see these guys in action. They're really. I like their. I like their look. They're a really good team. They really move their stuff together. And of course, I don't know. I thought we were supposed to see Walter versus Catches. Oh no! Again, they pro- plugged this for next week. Mm-hmm. Along with the Grizzled Young Veterans uh, against Lorcan and Birch. Sounds like a better episode than this week. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then we had our main event of Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley Mm -hmm. for the NXT UK Women's Championship match. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying this, okay? Okay. WWE has some great women. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm are the only two solid women in the women's UK. You know, like I've seen... Well, no, wait, Mia, Mia Yim is up there as well. Well, Mia Yim wasn't, though. Remember, that's only because they were in Phoenix they put her in there. She's not really... Right. Oh, no, no, I'm saying, I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley. Um, so, Storm hit the Storm Zero to retain her championship. Now, I got to say this. 
I love how the British use headbutts that we use it in North America. You know, we all oh they just like well, boom, well, they hit the well, they kind of hit somebody in the face or in the, you know, it's never yeah. head on head where they're hurting themselves. Um, yeah, I find it effective and cool. I kind of wish maybe more yeah. people did that here. Um, love both these two women for different reasons. Okay, yes, and uh, they both are incredibly good at what they do. Um, <clears throat> I really hope you know, like. Part of you kind of cheers for Rhea Ripley because she's sort of the more plainer. She has to work harder to be, you know, like yep. Tony Storm's absolutely beautiful. You know, like yes. it's an easy ride for someone with her and talent. Uh, mm-hmm. You figure Rhea Ripley is going to be one of those girls who's always going to have to toil and be like, she's going to be like the Becky, you know, like the girl who plugs along and doesn't get enough recognition. Um, great match. Uh, overall, what would you give this week's episode of, uh, of NXT UK. Um, I'm gonna give it about a, maybe a six. No, no, I'm gonna go like a. You don't usually do like an A B. Oh, I'm gonna give it about a C. Yeah. Whoa. Wow, a six. I'm gonna give it a B. B minus. The Coffee Brothers kind of sucked the air out of me. Yeah, it's the Coffee Brothers that did it. Uh, oh. Otherwise, it wasn't a bad show. True. It was. It was better than the last week. You actually. thankfully you did not say something that you could have said that somebody who I'm going to nominate in the Book of Shame later, said <laughs> something. We'll say it later. No, don't, I, please don't no, say no, it. Please don't say it. I was, uh, I, I'm leaving it to you for you. Okay. We'll leave that to the end. So, yeah. Yeah. You give it a C. I give it a B minus. So, pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, I think uh, we should probably – well, let's talk ROH really quick and we'll take a break. Okay. This week's ROH only had two matches. Uh, first match had Rat- Madison Rain defeating Sumi Sakai and Jenny Rose – uh, to get get like mm. a number one contention shot coming up. Mm. Interesting six way or three way. Three, sorry, three way. Mm. Um, yeah, you didn't get to see it. No, no, I did watch it. That's why I'm saying. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Sumi Sakai. We saw her at Russell at our final battle. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sumi Sakai, she did really well. Madison Rain mm. impressed me a little. I didn't think she had it in her to be that good. And I do feel bad for Jenny Rose. Jenny Rose is definitely going to be the girl who never gets to the top. You know, oh. fans love her. She's a bit chunky. She's a bit plotty. She doesn't have... She seems uh, she seems new to ROH, or maybe newer to me. She's yeah, newer to you, she... buddy. She's newer to you. They don't really highlight okay. They don't highlight the Women of Honor enough. Uh, she has a great fan base, but she just okay. doesn't have that Tony Storm look, or she doesn't have, you know? Right. She looks too much of a girl next door with the chubby look. Don't see them ever putting a belt on her. But she works hard, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Madison Rain uh, comes out on top. Okay, match main event. All right, fans, a lot of people in this one: Juice Robinson, Tracy Williams, Dave Finley, Bandito, and Mark Haskins beating Jay Lethal, Jeff Cobb, Flip Gordon, Jonathan Gresham, and Dalton Castle. This was thirty minutes, 35, 40 minutes of. A lot of action and not yeah. and not very much cheating because all these guys were trying to do it with honor. Yeah, they were trying. They were trying to put the honor back in Ring of Honor. However, it was important to note that uh, Jay Lethal broke up a te- uh, one a, a move once. Jonathan Gresham broke up a, a thing once, mm-hmm. and it was pointed out by the announcers that these guys were breaking the code of honor a little bit. Oh, the end of the match. Um, Dalton Castle eats the pin at the end. Everyone's in there kind of grumbling and da 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 and finally they shake hands but did you notice that one person did not shake hands Dalton Castle Dalton Castle slipped out so I don't know what that says for him in the future if uh, mm-hmm. he's not going to be on the side of good or what but he did not seem happy that he ate that pin so that'll be interesting to see I'm going to give this show uh I'm going to give it a B plus um, yeah so it'll be uh, at first I wasn't sure what to think about that uh, women's mm-hmm. three way but it wasn't uh, it wasn't bad yeah and the main event definitely had a lot of stuff. Jeff Cobb looked like a monster in this. They had yeah. him tossing guys left and right. Um, Tracy Williams looked good. I never realized how technical he was. Him, uh, him and Gresham going at it quite a bit was pretty interesting. All in all, yeah, I'm going to give it a B plus. I thought it was an okay show. Mm-hmm. All right, fans. Well, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, when we get back, we're going to take a quick look at uh, Impact. So it's back into the toilet sewers again. Uh, then we'll <laughs> pop up, uh, get some air from MLW, look at the Book of Shame, and this week we have a special interview. If you thought you knew what insanity was about, <laughs> if you thought you knew what wacky was about, you don't know nothing until oh, no. you sit down and spend eight minutes with Teddy Hart. 
Oh, oh my no. goodness. This happened a couple <laughs> years ago, folks. And uh, I'm looking forward to this one. It is something. I'm just going to say it is something. So let's take a break, guys. One. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is The Godfather, and you're listening to P-O-View. The View. Fuck, see, I just fucked that up. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is The Godfather, and you're listening to the P-O-V podcast. Hey, folks, we are back. Uh, let's take a look at, you know what? We've had enough highfalutin good wrestling. No, I'm not going to say that. Let's take a look at Impact. <laughs> let's take a look at Impact. Impact this week. Okay. So we're going to start out with the champion coming out to the ring to cut a promo. And of course he's interrupted by Moose. And that leads to our first match, which was a no contest. Because Johnny Impact, who was on commentary, interfered and attacked both Moose and Killer Cross. So now, you know what? That's all I'm going to say about we're that. We're so sick of that's these guys. We're so sick that. of these guys. That's why. And yet, i got to say this really quick. Yep. I actually dug Moose fighting Killer Cross. I wish that had come to a more conclusion and not, let's get back together again at the end. Hey, you never know. We might see uh, another rematch down the road. Fair enough. And then uh, we go back. No, we're not going to We're not gonna cover the backstage because, no. Okay, so we have the... Is this Brad- the Rosemary crap? No, no, no. no it was uh, Johnny Impact talking to Brian Cage about oh, that yeah, rematch. Yeah. So, no. The next match had the, the Rascals... Pulling out the win over the Desi Hit Squad after Trey connected with the big double knee off the top rope onto Rohit. Now, did you catch that nonsense <laughs> where they were sitting around and Gamma pulled out like a bomb? Oh my. And got that super higher? <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord, just getting worse. <laughs> that was terrible. It was it was horrible. See, uh, this match. TJ even, uh, even uh, threw his plate across the room for uh, Hobbs yeah, that made him. I, it was, it's, I, uh, I'm sorry. The rascal stuff is crappy enough. Don't drag the Desi hit squad. These guys are struggling enough to find their own foot. Don't, don't give them this crap too. I mean, and, and then we see Eddie Edwards taking on Eli Drake, which I, I just love this guy's promos. He's just, uh, when I, when he does his promos, I just like sit there. Like, then I try to, I think about how to incorporate his lines into my everyday life. Oh my. Uh, hey, do we ever figure out? Do we ever figure out why Eddie Edwards calls that stick Eddie? No, nah, just kidding. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, Eli Drake uh, picking up the win. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It was Eddie Edwards uh, picked up, rolling him up for the pin after Drake attempted to use uh, the kendo stick. <laughs> and following that match, we had Alicia Alicia Edwards versus Delilah Doom, which never took off because Tessa Blanchard came out and interfered and attacked okay. Alicia Edwards. Uh, Delilah Doom. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I liked her look, and then I Googled her up. I want to see more of this chick. There's something really different and unique about her. I liked her. She has an interesting look. When she when uh, she first came out, I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, hmm. she looks interesting. But then, uh, like when I saw her uh, after when the match began, I was like, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, well, she's the nice gonna, thing about that. Yep. She's gonna get a rematch, right? She she asked for black or not a rematch, but she asked. She asked for, for Tessa Blanchard. Next week. So I hope she gets. I hope she's not a squash. I hope uh, she gets something because this girl she wrestles a lot down in Texas areas. Okay. Uh, she's been around for a couple of years. Does aerobics uh, instruct instructor gimmick like her? Jazzercise. Yeah, jazzercise. Yeah, that's what they called it. All um, right. In the main event. Okay, I really hope this is the last. LAX versus the Lucha Brothers. The Lucha Brothers pull out the win. After them, the Fear Factor pile driver. These are great matches, but it's got to stop, or it's just yeah. going to dilute it's, all like, the other it's, ones. Uh, it, it gets repetitive every time we see these four guys. At the end, and, though, it was uh, LAX pulled the masks off. Yeah, that was kind of something, eh? Yeah. Uh, the Lucha Brothers get the win. One thing I just got to keep noticing is, I know Pentagon is supposed to be the big star in that team, mm-hmm. but man, Phoenix works so hard. The, did you see those runs? He'd run across the rope and spin kick guys in the face. And he, it was just like, wow. Yeah, Phoenix does a lot. Yeah. And I think I'm going to, and this is what we're going to talk about in our next segment about uh, MLW. Uh, sometimes Lucha wrestling doesn't feel good. Like you watch it. And it's just like, it's boring because it's too much. Yeah. Uh, I felt that this uh, LAX uh, Lucha Brothers stuff was great. It had a, a mixture of, uh, the Lucha stuff mixed in with hard-hitting stuff, it felt more realistic and grounded, and I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, 
surprisingly, I'm going to give this week's uh, episode a B. Um, yeah, and seems I, to ha- pretty decent. I'm going to give um, it a B. I, I like the first match with uh, uh, Killer Cross and Moose when they fought. Uh, Love the Jazzercise girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Edwards and Eli Drake. You know, it was an okay uh, match. Yeah. Um, the Rascals, well, they kind of made it not an A. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to give props. You didn't bring it up, but I just found it interesting, and I know I shouldn't. Uh, Rosemary uh, in the backstage segment with... Uh, James what the heck Mitchell. is that guy's name? James, James Mitchell. Mitchell. And that's going to be an interesting... I just like Rosemary a lot. No. Uh, well, I hope we, she doesn't... We, we don't really talk about that on here. Yeah, because of that Sue, Sue Young crap. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, just Maybe how, long, this will how, long, how long have they been dragging this story out? <sighs> oh, my. Who knows? Man. It feels like forever. It's like, it's enough already. I like Rosemary, though. So, well, you know what? Um, I Yeah, like I said... I'm going to give it a, a, a B. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's move over to MLW. Okay. okay I'm going to go through this. We, we've been uh, dragging along this week, so let's let's move along quickly. There was only three matches. Uh, yep. The first one had Rich Swan defeating Lance, and I'll probably say his name wrong, uh, 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 Anawai. Oh, he's one of the Lance Samoa Anawai, dudes. One of the, one okay. of the Anawai family. Now, uh, we got to see Rich Swan being the disgruntled employee again. <laughs> yep. Um, Lance, whatever his name is, didn't really dig much out of oh him. Oh my! You know what? That promo was just terrible backstage yeah. before the match. Yeah, it was he, terrible. He, he he's trying to be Steve Austin. You can't be Stone Cold Steve Austin. There's only one. Yeah. Um. It was an okay match. No, it wasn't even that great a match. No. It was so so match. No. Uh. Okay. Mance Warner defeating uh Jimmy Yuta. I gotta say, we saw Mance last week, and we were just like, "What the hell is this?" Mance Warner. I dig. I dig this guy. I really like it. It's old school, kind of. He's almost like, kind of like Stone Cold in a way, you know. He's this kind of crazy out there guy who kicks punches, pokes you in the eyes. It's I loved it. Well, I'm that, sorry, that, I loved it. That's, and the what crowd loved that, it. that's what I was saying. Like, but the promo backstage when he was using the whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that stuff's ridiculous. The but promo was I ridiculous, loved- but no, his in ring work. Uh, I really liked his in ring. I like his gimmick, though. His gimmick. Remember his gimmick? Yep. I pull up the knee pad, pad, (laughs) and then I pull down the knee pad. That's my gimmick. (laughs) (laughs) He He did it in the face. He actually did it in the match. Um, (laughs) I'm getting a kick out of this guy. I I hope to see more of him. Uh, Main event. Ray Horace defeating Aerostar. Mm -hmm. This is where there was lots of really cool moves, but, dude, there was just no heart to this match. I couldn't invest in it. I didn't feel anything in it. I watched it. I actually started getting bored, even though they were doing lots of stuff. They're just this is where Lucha sometimes fails, where it doesn't yeah. connect. This with, is what I wasn't uh, feeling. Like Aerostar did so well in that Triple uh, A versus Team Im- Team Triple A versus Team Impact, yeah. but then this week on MLW, not so much. Um, he uh, eats the pin from Ray Horace. Yeah. Uh, uh, overall, this week's MLW, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a C. Yeah. Okay, because Matt's Warner made it hilarious for me, but the rest of it was kind of a letdown. Like I, 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 like I said, I didn't like that backstage from with the whiteboard trying to be trying to talk like Steve Austin, but in the yeah. ring, in the ring, he, he was just like, I like this in ring. Now, this takes now if we look at it, W. Okay, NXT UK, mm-hmm. Impact, MLW, Ring of Honor. I'm going to say, for me, the best show of the week would have been... I'm going to go with Ring of Honor this week for, for wrestling. I, I thought it was, of all the, those shows, it had the best the best showing. I'm going to go with uh, ROH because, uh, yeah, Ring of Honor, it's just like every week when I watch it, it's just, it's just I like the whole setting, the in-ring action. And i got to say, Impact, some days it delivers really well lately. Yeah. You know? Uh, MLW is so hit and miss. Some weeks I love it, and some weeks it's like, wow, that was okay. Yeah. You know? And NXT, uh, NXT say UK impact, is the same. Yeah. Impact Wrestling, it's, they, they are trying. They're not like completely like in the toilet. They're like up and Yeah, down. we make they're, fun they're, of they're, it. They're, they're floating. They're floaters. They're flo- I've heard of those. <laughs> you got to flush twice with a floater. All right. Now, before we get going, folks... We have to address something we didn't address last week. Yes. And that is the Book of Shame. The Book of Shame, and I have it open right now. All right. Will you please read us 
the current members of the Book of Shame, the and let's see if they members, still will be in there. The current members are Facade, who we haven't seen anymore. He's still in. He's, he's still got to be in. He's still in. And we have Tommy yeah. Dreamer. Oh, always in. We have Sammy Callahan. Oh, even more so. <laughs> we have the Crisp Brothers. Oh, yes, even more so. <laughs> Gringo Loco. Oh, he's earning his way in there pretty good. <laughs> the, the the Mod Father. Okay, you know what? I'm I I I was. I actually dug what he wore this week. Yeah. I think he deserves to get knocked out. This okay, week. so we'll take him out then. Take out the mod father. All right, well, take that word. Mod father, you're coming out. Oh, do, you, do you agree? Do you agree? Do you think what he was yeah, wearing this week kind of redeemed it a little? He, he wasn't too bad, yeah. He was, yeah, uh, he was... Like, like a little better. Yeah. All right. Is that all the so far we have in? Uh, then we have your favorite word of the week, fashion Oh, no. Okay, the word is in. Now, <laughs> I, I'm amending this because now oh. I am putting in <laughs> Nigel Guinness. Oh, Nigel no. Guinness. If you say fashionista one more time on a, a television show, I am literally going to find a way to reach through your microphone and strangle you. Fashionista, give me an effing break. But TJ, I, I, I'm saying I'm saying with a feeling to my ear. Oh, I'm going to choke you too, Elio. Don't you talk like him. Fashionista. Ugh. You don't know how much I hate that word. Okay, Nigel, look at this. You're going in the book. You just you made just the book. book. Oh, shame. <laughs> you got any nominations this week? Um, this week, I can't really uh, see that I had uh, I don't really have any nominations this week. I'm good. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, we also don't have any new matches to put into uh, our vault yet. We've only had one match in there, but you know what? We're still at the beginning of the year, and there's lots of big stuff coming up. Uh, you know what, Elio? I have a surprise coming up. I am working right now. We are close to getting a new uh, clothing sponsor oh wow Very and cool. uh i'm negotiating with them i'm also trying to see if when our first contest comes up mm -hmm. for our aew points game that they're going to donate a prize oh very cool so we'll see how that hopefully i can hammer that out by the next episode folks the last thing you're going to hear after we say goodbye is uh an interview i gotta tell you this one is worth waiting for Eight minutes that is going to melt your mind. It All melted right. mine. Is it going to melt my face and my ears? Uh, let's let's hope not. I don't think your face can take any more melting, Elio. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, sorry, the puppet paid me to say that. Um, <laughs> I love, by the way, my favorite thing on that episode was where uh, you said, uh, as a gentleman, I say I'm sorry. As he said, as a puppet, I say, fuck you. <laughs> I'm so hard when he said that. <laughs> I don't like to swear, but that was just too much. Too much. All right, folks. Uh, it's been another great week. We love traveling around the internet with you. Uh, looking at some great wrestling. We saw some really good stuff this week. Yep. Matt's Werner yeah, made me laugh my ass off. I'm going to keep saying that. I, uh, that guy's pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, Elio? It was great as again talking to you about wrestling. Looking forward yeah, to seeing what hijinks. You stay away from those POV boys. They're bad influence. Tony's the only good no. one in that batch. All you right. know, I got my eye on that Rick Serrano and that puppet, and maybe even Mimi. But Tony's the one to watch for. Okay, I don't mind you teaming up with him, but that puppet right. and the other puppet, nah. All right, folks, have yourself a great day. I'm your uh, host, the legend T. James Logan. My co-host, the gentleman himself. Elio Canella. <laughs> Wishes you a great <laughs> week. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Take care, guys. Hey, folks. Uh, we're at uh, backstage at PWA Retribution. I'm sitting here with uh, one of the most uh, famous wrestlers in Western Canada, uh, Teddy Hart. Teddy, welcome to the show. Oh, God bless you, brother. Thank you for having me. I apologize again to the PWA fans for saying bitch on the microphone. I was trying to get a point across that Kurt Sorokin and PWA is a great promotion, number one in Alberta, and they're getting screwed because of lack of publicity, because it costs too much money after booking all these guys, paying all these kids, paying all their trans, paying for the building, and then getting screwed on this thing they call taxes and wrestling commission on top of that. Yeah, I like to swear on that one, but I won't. <laughs> that's, that's pathetic. So poor Kurt's screwed. He doesn't have enough money to do a lot of stuff after that, let alone mm -hmm. advertise. But he, he's getting—he's giving wrestling a bad name, though. 
because wrestling's got nobody here. There's right. no one here. And if we keep running shows like that, it gives a flavor of cheap. If I show up at a restaurant and I want you to buy my hamburger and I got flies and shit on the floor, no one's going to buy their fucking hamburger. Exactly. You go to a show and it looks great, but I mean, there's no one here. It gives a wrong feel. And these guys are trying so hard. You couldn't watch a better wrestling show anywhere in the world. So how, how do you bring the fans in, Teddy? Well, I have an idea, and I'm running it by guys, and I'm going to do it. I'm taking over here, and I'm going to run my own promotion. I'm going to call mm-hmm. it Next Generation Stampede Wrestling. It's going to be the only promotion in the world that gets to work with guys from AAA, mm-hmm. TNA, All Japan, New Japan, NOAA, and Dragon's Gate. And I believe CMLL is going to offer some of their talent up for me to do a joint venture with them. Now, if WWE has the balls. I'm calling them out now. Let me use your talent in Florida Championship Wrestling that's not getting any experience anyway. Bring them to Calgary and let them break their bread, or so you want to call it, pay their dues in Canada, where a lot of the greatest wrestlers in the world were trained. My family, including guys like Chris Benoit. You ever heard of him? Yeah. Yeah, one of the greatest ever. I don't care whether you say he murdered his wife and kids or not. I don't believe it for a second. He's a saint. Those kind of guys, though, came out of the dungeon. Mm -hmm. Good guys like Jericho, Lance Storm, saints, guys that are considered good guys. You'll trust your children with them. Guys you know for sure. If there's an animal shelter opened up, they'll be at it. Guys you... I, I believe salt of the earth. You look up the word. Stu Hart was salt of the earth. Lance Storm salt of the earth. Chris Jericho salt of the earth. These guys are proven heroes. They got a track mm-hmm. record. Reliability, dependability. You heard of it? Yes. So, so you're looking at uh, starting a promotion, but what have you been doing the last while yourself? Have you been competing? Uh... Growing medical marijuana down in California legally for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-huh. I heard President Obama smoked some of my weed. Dead serious when he was in Mexico because he can't smoke while he's in uh-huh. the States. Legit, you might think I'm crazy. What the fuck are you talking about? He just asked me what I've been doing. You want me to lie to you? No, I, I just meant on the wrestling front, though. Oh, I, I can't ask you. Down you. AAA, I can't you? ask or... you. AAA is a country, Mexico, you've yeah. heard of it, right? A lot of drugs come out of Mexico? Yes. My dad's brother works for the FBI. You know that? Wow. Yeah. Ivan knows that. My dad works with a lot of police officers. It was my mandate, Conan's job and Jack Evans' job, to go down to Mexico, and they launder money through cartels down there. I don't know what they do, but they launder a lot of money through wrestling shows. Wow. Because no one's going to say how many people bought beers and how many people sat in an audience of a wrestling show if the Mexican government says this many people, and the Mexican government's the ones doing all this shit probably because who else is doing it? Right. Probably the American cops, the Mexican cops, and Canadian cops all work together to let a certain amount of shit into the country. No one wants to hear about it. Chances are that keeps the cops doing their job. Mm -hmm. Because if there was nothing here, then it would be less work for the police. Then you know what? If there's nothing here, then don't ever let the shit into the country in the first place. Mm -hmm. My point, guys, in case you forgot, was what have I been doing for the last couple years in Mexico? convincing cartel guys that there's no point in selling coke you can grow medical marijuana do what Arnold Schwarzenegger did in California and all of your people can make money you can have vending machines you can have people instead of selling coke and the US government coming in to take all your shit with guns they're going to come say can we buy your pot and give it to Arnold Schwarzenegger because guess what Tijuana is it's a place in Mexico. Guess what border it's right on? Yeah. San Diego, California. You might have heard of it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you might have heard of him. You might have heard of marijuana. Most popular substance smoked on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More than cracker, more than nicotine and cigarettes. I will go back to the wrestling thing. I've been wrestling in Mexico trying to get a job for kids down there. Mm-hmm. You're going to go down to Mexico and tell a bunch of guys that are Mexican that we're going to take your jobs because we're better wrestlers? No. You prove that, you know what, we're such good wrestlers that wrestling's the only team sport without an eye in it. Oh, there is an eye in wrestling, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, it's a team sport. So, can I ask you, I've been watching a lot of uh, Mexican wrestling lately. Yeah. Uh, who are some of the great me- wrestling me- Mexican wrestlers you've seen down there? None of them, because I don't mean to be rude to no, you. No, but honestly. But you, you've, my point is, originally, I'm not talking about Mexican wrestlers, because I'm making guys great here. Chucky is a great wrestler here. Theo's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to go wrestle guys like Mystico. Pero Guayu Jr. is a great wrestler. Mystico's a great wrestler. Santos is past his prime, but I wrestled Santos down there. He's great. Conan's great. I, got, I know a guy named Super Crazy. He's not bad. Crazy Boy's even better. Gladiator is awesome. Ultimate Gladiator is a great wrestler down there. Joe Leader, Nichos, those are great guys. But without wrestling good Americans like me or Jack Evans, like Chucky, these guys who I'm trying to get jobs for, my point of going down there and working with guys that work with the FBI, working with guys that work with the police, is they're the same guys running the wrestling promotion. Mm-hmm. So if I can get these guys booked and convince them that I'm not a cokehead, I'm not a retard or a drunk or a guy that likes women, prostitutes, because that's what Mexico's full of, drugs, prostitutes, and alcohol. You can go down there and not get killed, not OD, and then you can vouch for guys. My job is to try to get guys jobs in wrestling. Chucky, 
Scott, Outback, whatever you want to call them, guys like Ivan, training Mexican kids, teaching them psychology because they never heard of a Frankensteiner. Yeah, they have heard of a Frankensteiner. It's the psycholo psychology word they've never heard of. Ivan's a great coach. Lance Storm's a great coach. Get some of these Mexicans up here. Have you ever heard of an exchange program? Exchange students. I'm opening up a promotion with Mexico. They're taking guys like Theo and Dan to Mexico to give them the experience so when they go to WWE, which they're destined to do because they're friends with TJ and Harry, they're family members of TJ and Harry. Anyone trained by me is a family member. Blood, sweat, and tears, you've heard of it. That's the shit that makes my school famous. My school right now has got an open contract with AAA to send guys down to Mexico. That's what I've been doing for the last three years, opening a channel because Japan's not really doing much. Mexico's the place to go. It's way hotter, it's way closer, and it's less work on a green card, visa, that shit for promoter. Doing wow. the right thing, trying to convince the Mexican government and cartel guys, stop selling coke, sell weed, Please, it's the right thing to do. It's your children you're killing. Half these guys on the border are your own people now that are American citizens with dual, mm -hmm. dual passports and speaking two or three languages. Educated kids, they don't know the coke's bad. They don't even know better. It is being given to the kids by the wrong people at the wrong time at the wrong place and it's ruining their lives. 60, 70 years of hard work are getting flushed on the toilet. Wonder why wrestling's a shitty sport, guys? No one cares about it because all the guys got effed up on drugs. They flushed their lives down the toilet, and that's why wrestling has the highest mortality rate out of any athletic sport on earth. Excellent. Well, if there are people who want to get uh, get in touch with you, to TeddyHart.com, guys, my website, my wrestling school. Please come down to my wrestling school. It's somehow, some way free. It will cost money, but there's a way of getting the money from somewhere else or getting it from a bank. I've got it all set up for you guys. Check out TeddyHart.com. And I love Kurt Sorokin and running this promotion. He's got big balls for keep doing it and keep losing money. But I'd never keep running my head against the wall. And if a friend saw me doing the same thing over and over again, like running my head against the wall or eating my own shit, he'd say that was stupid. So, Kurt, stop running a promotion where you lose money. I'm not trying to diss you. I put you over, but maybe you could work with me and we could all make money together. And you guys can wear fancy clothes like me if you choose and have a million-dollar bank account like I do. Excellent. Well, and he's a fag, they say on TV. <laughs> Well, I love homosexuals too, guys. That wasn't a diss. That was Ivan, my good friend. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure to meet you, Teddy Hart, and we wish you the best. Guys, sorry to ramble on, but if I let guys ask me questions about everything, fuck, we'll be talking about my favorite wrestler, Chris Benoit, for 20 years. Thank God you bless very you. Much.